Some claim that the age of a true gentleman is far behind us, but here at 284 Media, obviously we disagree. Now he may appear in different guises today, but the values and ideals that make him a gent still stand. Gentlemen, aspiring gentlemen, and of course, the women that hold us down. I'm Ron Grant. Welcome to The Art of a Distinguished Gentleman, a show poised to help guide modern day men into 21st century distinguished gentlemen. Now don't worry, it's not always about suits and bow ties, but raw real life lessons that translate to grounded, community-minded, and well-rounded men. Thank you for taking this journey with me. How can a gentleman be a gentleman and not be well-groomed? This is just not possible. I get a haircut about every week. You may not need to, but understand that a part of being a gentleman is looking and feeling your best. How are you supposed to give, provide, take care of a home if your confidence hasn't been nurtured? Kicking this amazing series off is none other than my barber, the man himself, Jason Diva Martin of Crazy Cuts Barbershop over there in the Skelton Bay lot. Now, who happens to be a proud sponsor of this show? If you have never been to Crazy Cuts, half your life lost as a man. The barbershop is a total vibe with energy, excitement, and most importantly, talented barbers that keep us men looking our very best. It's pretty much a barbershop man cave. Today, we talk the art of a damn good barber with my barber, Jason. We'll be right back after a word from our sponsors. Jason, welcome to the Art of a Distinguished Welcome, welcome sir. Cheers to you and thank you for being here. Hey, it's a pleasure being here. How long have you been barbering for? Well, I've been a barber for approximately 15 years. Okay. Yeah, 15 years. What is, what is the most enjoyable part about your job? It's knowing that you're the one who's responsible for getting the men paid. That's, that's big fat. Our lead. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Do you think that, it's interesting that you say that, right? Paid or lead. Do you feel as though you, you cut hair for the girls, the girlfriends, and the women? Yeah, definitely. I cut hair for the wives and girlfriends. Because when I, when I come to you, my wife is very particular. When she knows, she always says, you know, where did you go? Or is this the right place? Because she sees it. So definitely they're paying details. Yeah, exactly. If you ever change a barber and they will the wife or girlfriend doesn't do that. She knows. Yeah, he didn't do good. No, a simple thing. What is, what is something that annoys you? As a barber, you're cutting hair and it just pisses you off. Well, at times, I mean, not every day you'll you'll be on the job in your, the best frame of mind, but there are little stuff like maybe just a general bad mood because it's it's art and you want to be in your best spirit to okay. to let your creative juices flow and get a nice finish all the time. But you know, basically it could be anything from having a bad day or, you know, not, not being able to probably have lunch on time. Okay. People always say the customer is right. In this, in this case, is the client in a barbershop always right? No. <laughs> why? Why? Tell me. Well, you come to us for our expertise and then sometimes what you want is not generally the best look for you. Okay. And I mean, some people might say, why are you to decide that? But that's, that's actually our job. Now, when you think about your job, how important is a good barber? Because I'll, I'll tell you, I ask you. Mm -hmm. There about three people, not, not about three people, there are exactly three people in my life I don't cheat on. My wife, my barber, and I won't say the other one, okay? okay. But I don't cheat on my barber because I feel like it's very important that I not only have a relationship with my Baba, but he knows me. So if I go to another Baba and he, you know, 
forgot my hair, then that's a problem for me. But how important is it to have a good barber as a gentleman? Well, I mean, the overall look and presentation of a man, I know they have this saying, they go by, people look at you from head to toe. True. So the head, that's the first um, insight yeah. for, for, for anybody. So you want to make sure you look good from head to toe. Okay. We have a lot of issues when it comes to our hair, like simple stuff like ingrown hair, receding hairline. I notice I, I have a little bit of a recession going on, which I'm not too happy about. Mm -hmm. And of course, the ever-evolving grays. And, and those fellas have a little bit of a hard time accepting, I think, the, the, the nurture and the path of life. How, how do you think men should tackle those issues, those three ones that I just mentioned? Well, for, for instance, ingrown hairs are... A good barber will advise you on what to do and how, because a lot of times it's just the general um, growth pattern of your hair. When you stretch the skin, the, the follicles protrude from beneath. So when you, you let it go, the hair grows back from beneath the, the skin. Mm -hmm. So it, you know, curls under the skin sometimes and create hair bumps. It's just generally to advise um, the client based on their hair type that sometimes a, a, a not so close shave or a different product in, it could be like a shaving powder, a difference in a shaving cream, something like that, you know? Maybe something is not a Or maybe you, you, you can just use a, a tea outliner instead of having a blade shave, okay. you know? And graze. I mean, the, the age old remedy, mm -hmm. a, little, a little die sometimes, just find one that you're not allergic to. However, some people embrace it, you know what I mean? I was just going to ask you, is it, is it a case where, like, men, us men have a hard time letting go, like, of the fact that, okay, I'm getting gray or my hair is receding. So it, if you're trying to hold on to this, I guess, youth, yeah. and, you know, it's not working. So I mean, perhaps I mean all of us want to stay forever young. Facts. You know what I mean? You know, there's the beauty is in the eyes of the beholder. So sometimes when you look in the mirror, whatever you're comfortable with, I guess, I mean. It's most important. If, if, if it's one patch on the top and you're trying to save it. Mm -hmm. Then that's you. If it makes you feel good. Okay. When you think about a gentleman, a distinguished gentleman, rather, what's your definition? What would your definition be? It's just somebody who is, is not afraid to step outside of the box and present themselves in a distinguished, which is, you know, to be separate from everybody is like sometimes your look or your whatever you present, you present it in, in a style that is, you know, different. It's, it's unique to you and it stands out. Yeah. You know, not, not in a negative light, but, you know, so somebody see you do something and say, well, wouldn't do that, you know, but, you know, Jason, you always nail that different kind of vibe right here. So, yeah, that's my, you know. How important do you think authenticity is? And I'll tell you why. Obviously, we, I consider you a gentleman, hands down. Oh. Our styles are different. You're a much more casual individual, whereas yes. I am uh, a bit more formal, partly because of work too. Uh, but a lot of people feel as though if you're not wearing a suit or you're not wearing a bow tie mm -hmm. or you're not wearing um, the boots or the, the, the leather shoes, yeah. that's not what a gentleman is. But looking at your style from head to toe, you're killing it. The sneakers, <laughs> first of all, 
gotta give you uh, props for the sneakers. And it's just your authentic self. Uh, what yeah. do you say to people who feel as though they have to switch up? And when I say switch up too, I mean the very way they speak. You know, we've all been, uh, I guess, in some way guilty of, well, sir, you know, I have a job. I, I submitted an application. How are you doing today? Yeah. And we're trying to sell ourselves. But how important it is for you to be authentic. You walk up in there in your thick Jamaican accent and that's Jason. And you don't, you, you don't give a rat's ass. Really. Oh, well, every day... Life is, 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 you should live life on your terms. So when you go out daily, you gotta be the best you, you know what I mean? Whatever you're going through, hmm. whatever it is that you just gotta be you. And, and me being like Jamaican really has nothing to do with it, you know, because a lot of people say that. I'm not your typical Jamaican, so, and I don't mind that either mm -hmm. because you want to go out there and you want to be you and you need, everybody's unique within yeah. their own self, so, you know what I mean? Who cuts your hair? Well, it's usually me or Ali, you know, okay. but this is all me today, though. Today? Yeah. Okay. This is all me you today. handle it today. Yeah. That's what's up. That's cool. Yeah. What would you tell your 16-year-old self? And I'll tell you why I ask you this, because in just absorbing the barbershop, there are a lot of a teenagers, young boys that come in and, you know, the simple stuff like the, the manuals and the, the little stuff that we hear, you know, they walk into a room and without saying good morning, good, af good afternoon, and you kind of pause to yourself and you wonder what's wrong. Now, I have a problem with that and I'll tell you why. Mm -hmm. um, because a lot of times we look at young men growing up and we say, well, they're not doing this, so we're not doing that. And it's our um, job, I think, as the ones who have been there or working on it, to pull them aside and say, hey, this is how you do it. This is what you say. This is how you um, speak or behave. Or when you walk into a room, this is how you treat a lady, all that kind of stuff. But when you look at your clients, the teenagers, what, what, what's one thing that you would say to them in, in this era, this space that they are? Well, a lot of times, you know, to create change, you, you got to meet somebody and their level or where they're at mentally. So sometimes... You get them to respect you. you. You run a little joke with them. You don't, you don't try to be like an enforcer. At times you just say, okay, you could be having a general conversation about anything and say like, you know, the other day you came in here and what you did, it was not cool or whatever. And sometimes it's more accepting coming from, you know, different angles. Like you can't just at the moment sometimes because a lot, a lot of people in the moment. Mm -hmm. The approach is wrong. Yeah, the approach is wrong and you get defensive about sometimes you even know that you're wrong you know but the approach at the time so sometimes it's just the approach that we approach them to so we got you know it's a different time so you got to have different styles different methods of getting to the youths you know you know what i mean and what would you tell your younger self your 20 year olds after passing through some time some digits have added on to that number of course you've Lost some hair, obviously. What would you <laughs> say to your younger self, your 20-year-old self, looking back now, having made some mistakes and, you know, learned some lessons? Ah, uh, what would I say? Mm. Jason, don't do a lot of things you're done. <laughs> but I'm a real though. Like, um, basically, just, just be you. Okay. Try, try, to, try to live... 
positive and, and, and do things that enhances the, the, the best you, you know okay. what I mean? Okay. Yeah, whatever it may be. When you look back at your father or your father figure, what role do you think he played in the man that you've become? Well, absent father, but wonderful stepfather, you know. Oh, sorry. Kudos to Mr. Leon Hayden. Good stuff. He did okay. a good job, you know. So, but do you think the father, the father is, 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 is important. I mean, a lot of people say, you know, big up to the, 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 the mother who fathered me, but I think really and truly that the man in the house is, is his representation of what a man should be. Okay. You know what I mean? So a, a woman can get the job done, but I think a man would get that done more effective and, you know, because it's best suited to teach a man to be a right, man. Right, right, right. Mm. And when there is not that, that, that father figure, do you think it, it kind of started off in a, on the wrong foot? Yeah. I mean, it's, 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 that's the blueprint of, of a child to, to look up to his father or mother in, in whatever role. If it's a girl, her mother supposed mm. to be, you know, the blueprint of what a woman is to become or in the case of a boy. The father should be, you know, the blueprint of what a man is supposed to be, you know what I mean? So. You're a father yourself. What is the most enjoyable part about being a dad for right, you? Right now, FaceTiming. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, my son is back home and, and, and whenever, is a... whenever we talk, is nice. is a joy. Yes. is a joy. And I mean, outside of that, just being able to provide, you know. Awesome. It's, it's awesome. Like, you know that you can call upon daddy and daddy will make it happen. That's what's up. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we will be right back after a word from our sponsors. We're here with my barber, the man himself, Jason of Crazy Cuts. We'll be right back after a word from our sponsors. Welcome back. Jason, tell me about Crazy Cuts. Let's get into it. You've been in the BVI now for about five years. Am I correct? Yeah. Going when on to five years. When yeah. you started the shop and, and you... Now look at the magnitude and the magnitude of the clients that you have. One of the most enjoyable things for me is going to the barbershop and being surrounded by young, like-minded professionals. And it's just, it's just a hub for conversation, truth. Did you ever envision, when you, when you thought about opening a barbershop, did you ever envision such an environment? Yes, because the barbershop is usually where, you know, men come to. It's an outlet mm -hmm. for you, you go, you catch a vibe, you have good, great conversations, you, you know, it's just, it's just a social scene for, for, for men and women too. Mm -hmm. Because, yeah. You cut a lot of women's hair, uh, but they, they engage in the conversation as well. It's funny that you say an outlet because oftentimes as men, I find that we are, we're just expected to be, we're just expected to do and deliver. It's rare that you find an environment of such where you could, for me, be my, be yourself, you know, outside in the, in, in the face of the public. But your barbershop, I must commend you on um, really solidifying its place in our culture, one, and having a place where men could feel comfortable and coming and be themselves, not only get their hair cut, but they're meeting their friends and family and leave feeling fulfilled. That is very important. And I commend you on that. Oh, thank you. You 
Crazy Cuts is a name, but you do some really ridiculous stuff as it pertains to hair. And in awe, like, how, like, where did the training come from with the expertise? Well, I mean, me being a barber, funny enough, it's, it's, it's like, it was some inborn gift. Okay. Because I was cutting, I started cutting my hair first and my friends were like, who cut you? And I, I cut myself and they were like, oh man, you know, the proverbial yeah, teenagers, yeah, yeah. they don't believe that a teenager friends like, so. They came and watched me cut myself and then I started to cut them and then people wanted to. So in no time, like my mother, Varanda was a makeshift barbershop and. Nice. Yeah. So, and that was like when I was going to school and then I went to school and furthered my craft and it, it's whatever you do, don't stop at the, the way you, you are. Just always try to. Go at a higher level. I always try to push the envelope, you know. And I went to school, level one, level two. I was supposed to graduate from a level three, but I had some family issues, so I didn't. But actually, I could say, like, I'm qualified as a master. Level three barber. barber. Yeah, level three barber. That's what's yeah. nice. And what do you, when, you, when you see people, for me, I think, because my haircut is pretty simple, obviously. Yeah. I'm a simple guy. I didn't want all them stuff. I can't, you know, I can't go on the news with crazy cuts and all the stuff in my hair. It's appropriate, my Steve Harvey kind of cut. And at the end of the day, we're leaving feeling fulfilled and confidence. It's important. Yeah, it should, it should be a vibe. It, it is always a vibe. It's, 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 it's therapy for the man. Yeah, and, definitely. And woman too. I mean, me not leave home. Because I cut a lot of women, Glenn. Don't want anybody to be up <laughs> Speaking of women, speaking of women, gender rules. Let's talk a little bit about gender rules. We live in a society where Women are empowered, independent. They feel as though they got the handle on stuff. The switching gender rules, does that bother you a little bit? And I'll tell you why I ask you. And when I say gender rules, I mean, for example, if you had to be a stay-at-home stay dad, would you be a stay-at-home stay dad? The stay-at-home dad, uh, I don't know about that so much, but okay. I mean, if, if, if it's a case where it's for me to do, I'll, I'll do it. Okay. If a woman were to propose to you, how would that, what would your answer be? How would that make you feel? I would say yes, if I love her as much as she loves me. Interesting. If somebody loves you enough to, to profess their love to and, you and by, on one by, yeah, by asking to be with them forever, okay. why not? So that, that, is why, that is what I mean when I say gender rules. It seems as though sometimes the rules have switched. Now, I'll be honest with you. I sure as hell ain't accepting, no. I, I'm, I, I never have to because I'm happily married and I ask that question. But I think it's interesting that they feel like they have gotten to that point. So I'm wondering if perhaps you feel like we, we maybe fail somewhere that they feel like, no, they have to ask the question and they have to eat ahead. I guess men, the modern men, we probably drag our foot on a lot of things. Mm, true. So it's, it's not so much their fault, I think, is, is, is we taking a step back, I think, to be honest. Like, yeah. Yeah. I, I could respect that. I, I understand that. What do you think, or how do you think we could not regain that territory? Because really not about that. I, I see it as, a, in many cases, it's teamwork, you know, especially mm -hmm. when you have committed to a woman, it's teamwork. But how do you think we could kind of right our wrongs as men within the society? What steps could we take to kind of fix some of the stuff that we've um, 
caused along the way? Well, I mean, as, as, as I said before, in whatever you do as a man, just try to do it to the best of your ability. Always try to further yourself, push the envelope. I, I mean, if you go into the universities now and you go into the all higher institution of learning, it's, 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 it's dominated by females. So it's like men, I don't know what's happening, but like we're taking a step back in, 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 in educating ourselves and in, in getting ourselves skilled and, and prepared for the, the world out there. And I see women doing that more effectively than us right now. Mm -hmm. So that's true. Absolutely true. Yeah. So that, that may be it. We just need to. Do you, do you think at one, at, at some point we have spent so much time when you compare the races, like, uh, the, the, the relationships between females and girls to men and boys, do you think that we kind of have somewhere along the line, maybe neglected our, our boys in not nurturing them? Cause we kind of push, when you look at the comparison, a girl is nurtured and her mom is there to, you know, teach her this and teach her that and all that kind of stuff. But a boy is kind of push him out and figure yourself out. Yeah, for, yeah. Do your thing and, and don't come back home crying, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Uh, do you think that we have kind of caused that by, by our tone and our attitude with our young boys? Could be, you know, thinking about that, that's, it's, it's highly possible because a lot of times, even as men, we have issues or we have things that we need to, oh, you're a man, you should, just as I said before, we're expected as men to just be. Yeah. But sometimes we need guidance and, 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 and pointing in a, direction from somebody who maybe have been there before. So, I mean, the male role models are, are maybe missing somewhat. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Who's one of your role models? One of my role models? Well, I, I have many. <laughs> I have Tell many. Us. But for instance, in the BVI, I, I, I look up to Actually, CEO of this company. Yes, I, the man himself. Yeah, I've read Penn. Of course. <laughs> it's a good choice. A yes. Good. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's, he, he gets a lot done, but yet still goes about it. You know, nonchalant. You almost don't recognize him. You think he's nonchalant? Well. I guess because I work for him. He's well, like lot. <laughs> when he's at a spot, he's always cool and yeah. he's never really, you know. Just kidding, right? <laughs> yeah, that's 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 one of the first. But an example, I, I think it's a perfect example of a of a a young professional, but hardworking and gets the job done. Different ways of doing it, but he's definitely present. Mm -hmm. So kudos to my CEO. Good shout out. Never. Yeah, yeah. That's what's up, Jason. It's been a pleasure having you on the set of the Art of a Distinguished Gentleman. As you go along your your daily routine and your daily job, let me just tell you, from a young man's perspective, how important your job is. Mm -hmm. When I leave your barbershop, I feel like the confidence is there. I feel like I could almost conquer the wall. You know, I could do it. I could just literally do it. I need that moment where, you know, well taken care of. So thank you for that. I appreciate that uh, very much. Maybe yeah, that should be my tagline. Come as a man, leave as a king. Mm. You charge I charge you for that. No? <laughs> Cheers, man. Thanks for stopping by. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes. Ladies and gentlemen, you're watching the art of a distinguished channel.